Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted. One and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the side. It's the 49er Faithful UK show, and no ordinary show at that. It is the bumper full season preview show. It's the magical time of the year when the days get shorter and there's no more Sundays without Niners football, except for Monday night football and Thursday night football and the bye week. But other than that, we're here to guide you through the schedule and make some bold predictions for the season to come. So strap in, it could get bumpy. I'm Gareth Ellis. And it's the all-pro, all-Hall of Fame podcast team here to stoke up the hype train and get you lovely listeners ready for the roller coaster that is Niners football. It's Paul Hope. Hi, everyone. It's Naji Kawar. Hello, everyone. And it's Lee Gowland. Hey, guys. How are you doing? I'm, I'm good. probably Gowland. <laughs> are you ready for this, lads? Stupid question. Start with that. I'm not. I've just been kicked out. I've just been kicked out my draft. <laughs> Liz <laughs> definitely not with us. He's drafting. Yeah, d- disclaimer: <laughs> this show's going to be all over the place because I'm drafting at the moment. <laughs> you guys, crack on! I've got thirty seconds to pick somebody. <laughs> Favorite episode of the that's year. The tone of the show. Favorite episode. <laughs> the chaos. Oh, is, uh, the chaos is good for the uh, yeah. for the season to come. So the waiting yeah. is over. Shall we dive straight into the schedule and some win loss predictions? Starting yeah, with. Week one at the Steelers. Paul, kick us off. Well, under Kyle Shanahan, we've got a two and four record, as in two wins, four losses in week one. So people may be surprised. Nah, I'm joking, Gareth. I'm going for a win. I'm feeling confident this offence is going to start the season as it means to go on. So I believe personally that we start with a win in Pittsburgh. Keep it simple. Mm, Bold. Lee? Yeah, I think it's going to be a win. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be a win. Um, I can't go against the uh, 49ers in that game and and pretty much all of the games that we're going to be having in the regular season. Um, I'm not giving anything away yet because there's a little bit of a blip in there. Um, But yeah, the Steelers, I I think we've got their number. Najee? I mean, we will talk about this very soon uh, in more depth. Um, But I have a bad feeling about this game. I don't know why. There's a lot of hype about the Steelers, and for probably for good reason. Um, they're a good team. They always go 500. It's going to be a battle. Uh, I say we win, but it'll be close. Mm, not the positive, Naji. However, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna burst everyone's bubble. I'm I've actually pegged us for a loss week one. We start slow, and it's something about. Mike Tomlin, uh, I have a huge respect for him as a coach, and I think they're going to be fired up. They're in a tough division. Everyone's writing them off. Uh, I think they're going to be up for this as a home starter. And I think we've seen in previous years, we tend to start perhaps just a little bit slow, uh, a little bit disconnected. So, uh, plus, uh, I couldn't have us going unbeaten. So I had to find some games to lose. And if you're going to lose a game, week one really doesn't matter. So... There it is. Should we move on to week two well, uh, just, and a just, visit? Just, just one Ooh. second there. So this uh, whole we chaos. start slow. We didn't start too slow in 2019. You yeah, right? we played the Lions. We, we went 10 and <laughs> not quite the same. Yeah, it's not quite the same team. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're I, right. I, I don't think it's a case if we start slow. I think certain situations have arisen when we've started the season that's caused a bit of a blip. 
Yeah. Mm. A monsoon uh, and a broken is... leg last year. Yeah, exactly. I mean, week one is probably the hardest to predict because you don't really know what teams are like until they start playing a few games. But I'm I'm more with Gareth than with you two guys. I just I think they're a good team. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Next Thursday's Maybe episode so. very good, doesn't it? If there's two and two, <laughs> that's I'm I'm stay tuned, yeah. everyone. Little spoiler yeah. alert for you there. <laughs> so speaking of twos, week two at the LA Lambs, um, and whatever they're gonna Wait. serve up this year. Let's start with win, 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 win. Easy game. We'll destroy them. Lee, we're gonna win. We're gonna win. Yeah, we're gonna win. And Paul, yeah, we're gonna win this one. I've got a friend who's a Rams fan, and he's written the season off. He said the tanking for that number one pick. Exactly. So that's coming from a Rams fan. I get accused of my red and gold. Rose tinted glasses, but yeah, we win this one and we win it easily, in my humble opinion, Gareth. Yeah, I'm with I'm with you on this one, Paul. I've got this one down as normal service resumed. Uh, we shake off week one and uh, week two is a big win. Uh, week three, the visit of the New York City Giants for Lee's birthday, no less. Lee, let's start with you. Uh, it's going to be demolishing of the Giants. It's going to be a huge score, disgustingly huge score. So somebody's going to accuse Kyle Shanahan of running up the score in that game. <laughs> it won't be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It won't be me Magic. either. Uh, yeah, we win that. Uh, uh, yeah. Simple. And Paul? We can't have a loss on Lee's birthday, Gareth. Come on now. First night football, first home game of the season. It's a win for the uh, 49ers, in my opinion. You know what? I'm even going to predict a 50-burger put on them. Oh, oh, he's we said bald, we said bald everybody, but crikey. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you should mention that, Lee, but I have that as well as one of my uh, predictions, a 50-burger against the Giants. Ooh. Wow. Two of us can't be wrong, surely. Imagine surely. And week four, back to the in-division games, and it's the Cardinals, whatever they may be, or whatever players they can scrape together to put out this season. Uh, Paul, how do you fancy the Cardinals? I feel as confident in this one as against the Rams. I think the Rams and Cardinals are just given up for the season, so I think it's between us and Seattle for the division. Um, we swept the division last year, and I don't see anything that the Cardinals have done. And I don't know about you, chaps, but if you've seen that cringe-worthy video of their head coach, talking to the players, similar to Hard Knock style. They've got like an in-house channel. <laughs> and as soon as I saw that video, Gareth, I thought, yeah, we've got this one won easily. Yep, Magic? I agree. Yeah, I agree. No Kyler Murray, be easy. And Lee, if you're with us. <laughs> no. Cardinals, week four. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's a win. I've got us down for an, uh, an easy win. On the on that one as well. Week five, the Dallas Clown Boys. Nadji, you were you were there at the last uh, uh, beating of the Cowboys. Kick us yep. off. Uh, win again. Uh, don't think they got better, and we have. So I don't see why we wouldn't win this one. It's at home as well. We should be alright. Yeah. Lee, it's a win. I think it's going to be a close win, though. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, good I, I think I think that's a game where we all going to be worried all the way till the the, the last second of the game. Mm, 
Yeah, can see that. Paul, more confident, or is that going to be a bum squeaker? Even if we were the worst team in the league, I have a good friend that's a Cowboys fan. And this time of the year, he always hits me up with the text, especially now since the tra- trade. So there's no way we're losing <laughs> yeah. this game because he'll text me nonstop. So I've two good teams. You know, we played the playoffs last couple of years. So I'll get that dig in there. So for me, it's a win. I've got that down as a win. I, th- I think it might be uh, uh, tight, but uh, it's going to be an absolute heartbreaker for the Cowboys again. I hope. So, week six, uh, we'll be back at home. And also, 49 The Faithful meet up in London for the visit of, no, us visiting uh, Cleveland and the Browns. Paul? Yeah, I can't say anything other than a win. Um, Obviously, the watch parties didn't have a great record last year. um, But way out in London, I'm excited to meet up with everyone. I, I believe we beat the Browns. Lee? So, I think the start of this game is going to feel a little bit like a banana skin. I think we're going to go down by a couple of scores, but then we're going to eventually overtake them and win the game. But I think it's going to be an uncomfortable first half where everybody stood around thinking, is it the UK that's the jinx and not Leeds? (laughs) Surely not. Surely not. Uh, I see a win. I don't don't really want to talk about the Browns. I agree. I've got a a workmanlike win. Get there, get it done and get out. Week seven, um, a visit to uh, cold, by that time of year, Minnesota for the Vikings. Naji? Uh, tough game, probably. Uh, win, though, anyway, I think. The weather is not good. There's no factor anymore over there. It's, it's indoors. Um, yeah, win again. Paul? I'm looking forward to the QB talk that week. Kirk versus Brock, but <laughs> uh, you know we all know how Kyle feels about Kirk. But I'm on the same page as Nadji. We win that one. Uh, Lee, it's a it's another Gowland Bowl. Mm. Yeah, it's a it's a forty niners win. It's got to be a forty niners win. I think Minnesota's had quite a turnover of some of the star players. Um, they're a lot weaker than what they were last season. The season before, oh, I can't see them causing us any issues. Now I've got that uh, chalked up as a as another business as usual win before we go to week eight and the Bengals back at Levi's. Naji, uh, I had this one as a loss. Uh, just think they're very, 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 very good, and they're probably going to get better. So it's going to be a tough game. Uh, you have to put a few losses in there just to be realistic, and I had this one. Paul, going to counter that. No, it's as if we're on the same page, Gareth. Um, big fan of Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. The Bengals all line has improved. It links to a bold prediction I've later on, but uh, I'm going to say mm-hmm. that the Bengals hand us our first loss of the season. 49ers social media goes into a meltdown ahead of the bye week, but rest assured, everyone, Standard. We'll, we'll, we'll be all right. <laughs> but yeah, I have this one as a loss, Gareth. It wouldn't be a season without a mid-season meltdown, would it, on social media? Yeah, true. Very true. Come on, Lee. So, had this been in Cincinnati, I'd have gone for a loss myself. But because it's at Levi's, I'm going to go for a win. I think it'll be a close win. I think it'll be an absolutely excellent game. In fact, I think this is probably going to be the game of the season. Mm-hmm. Another ball prediction. Yeah. It's going off the rails. <laughs> Sprinkle them in. I'm... Uh... I'm on the same page as Nadji tonight. I, I've got this one as a as a loss after two two tough road games 
Uh, I think the bye week is is going to come at the right time. Um, I feel that we might just run out of a little bit of steam. It's that start of the season where bodies are aching, few players maybe missing a game or two, um, and I can see us not quite being up for it before the uh, bye week. So, yeah, the bye week is week nine. Have you lads kept track of what you think the uh, schedule, the, the predictions will be by the bye week? I have got us yeah. at six and two. Yeah, I've got us at seven and one, but I could be easily persuaded to be six and two as well. Yeah, no, baby. <laughs> Good man. Seven and one for me, but... Everyone tuning in knows Lee's going for the 20 and 0 record. So we're consistent, yep. if nothing else, chaps. Consistent. I like it. That's what, we, that's what, we, that's what he does. <laughs> so after the bye week, hopefully some rested bodies and a visit to the Jaguars. Lee. Uh, it's, again, I think this is going to be a close game, closer than a lot of people expect. Um, I think the Jaguars are, are starting to click with all those um, first-round picks they've had over the, the last few years. Um, I think they've got a really good quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. I think Christian Kirk is going to be an ideal target for them. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be very close, but I think it's going to be 49ers win. <laughs> no surprises there. Paul? Yeah, I, I agree with Lee. I think it's going to be closer than what people think the Jaguars are going to be a, a lot of people's surprises, and I think Trevor Lawrence has, has got better. But I believe we win this one, so I'm eight and one. I'm just one behind you, Lee. <laughs> but we win this one, Gareth. And Naji, uh, I got this one as a loss. Uh, very long, you know, trip, and we always tumble away one 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 week. Remember the the Falcons last year? They weren't particularly good, but we still lost. I think that's that kind of game where. Things go well for them, things go bad for us, and they win. But, you know, they're a good team. They're the only open up. They are. I think they're going to be a dangerous team, but it's after the bye week. I think we all want to get back on track after my uh, predicted narrow loss to the Bengals. So I think we go to, to Jacksonville and get the job done. Then it's the small matter of week 11. The Buccaneers at Levi's, full of the UK faithful, filling out the gold mine. I oh, funny feeling. I think we might all be agreeing on the on the win here. So uh, I'm going to stick my neck out and say, yeah, it's a win, and it's another fifty burger. Oh, nice! Yeah, win. Nagy. Yeah, win. Baker Mayfield in in Levi's doesn't go well. It um, it'll be a win if he still starts then. But we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. De- definitely a win, and the atmosphere is going to be electric that day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Paul. Yeah, definite, a definite win. I can't wait <laughs> to see the uh, UK faithful take over the gold mine. So it's a game we've all got circled on our calendar. And as Nadji said, Baker Mayfield is meh, like Sam Darnold. So we're going to win this one. <laughs> <laughs> Shot fired. <laughs> oh, yes. So then I think we reach the sticky part of the season, at least on paper, uh, which starts with a visit to the Seahawks Thanksgiving, I think, as well. Lee, I think oh. you're planning to be there. What are you going to I say? am. I am. So this is where I'm conflicted a little bit. So my original th- thought was it's going to be a win. It's going to be a close win. But I feel really uneasy with that one. <laughs> when I think about what the Seahawks have done in the draft in free agency, I think they have improved. But I think the, I think the record last season 
flattered them. Mm. I don't think they were that good. We beat them twice last season. Three times. Uh, sorry, yes, three we beat times. them three times. Um, obviously, Brock had a statement game up in Seattle, and I think it's going to be another statement game for Brock, and it's going to be a win. Paul? See, I tried to use a bit of logic, use my head in this one. I don't think we sweep Seattle. So my predictions, I've got one and one. So I'm going to go for us losing away. Sorry, Lee, because I know you'll be there and winning at home. But I do think the Seattle Seahawks have drafted well, like Lee said. Still think we're going to be top dog. But on this one, I'm going to take up the, the loss. Imagine, out. E- easy win. We'll destroy them again. They're not good. I've got us down for a, a win on Thanksgiving for, for Lee's honour as well. Yeah. Can't predict a loss for that one. Uh, then I think a bit of unfinished business as we visit Philadelphia and their lovely fans to face the Eagles week 13. Najee? We win this. There's, there's too much anger and revenge for us not to win. Um, bearing misfortune, I think we win this. Lee, in agreement? It's going to be a close loss. Ooh, you predicted a loss. I did predict a loss. Oh dear, that is balls. Not it's twenty. Going to be a close loss. Good thing I'm sitting down. <laughs> I think we get our revenge in the playoffs against the Eagles. And Paul, we win this one, and Hargrave shows the Eagles exactly what he's all about. In fact, he might even pick up Hurts and run him into the end zone for a big star. <laughs> All jokes aside, I think I think given what happened last year, like Nadji said, and I think Brock will be fired up for this one and Kyle Shanahan will be fired up. So I've got us winning this one, especially after bouncing back with the lads letting Lee down the week before. See, there was a bit of logic behind it, Gareth. A bit of logic. Would we win this one? Yeah, this is... Uh, I'm a bit torn on this one as well. Um, and I think I'm... I'm going to have to plump for a, a, a tough loss, but it's just going to be more fuel to the fire for that impending playoff game. Then, what joy. The Seahawks come to Levi's in week uh, 14. Lee, you won't be there for this one, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's one of the games that I won't be at this season. Um, so, as, as I said about the Thanksgiving game, I think that, that's going to be close, a close win for us. I think when they come back down to Levi's, we're just going to absolutely batter them. Big win. Big win. Love to see it. Najee? Big win. They're not good. Easy. <laughs> and Paul? Yeah, I think we win this one. I, I gave that away earlier with my one-on-one prediction. So, yeah, we win this one. I think we win it easily at home. I've got us down as a as a win on this one. I don't think we're going to uh, uh, let that slip, particularly after I've got us a, a loss away to the Eagles. I think we're going to uh, need to put that one away, and I think we will. Business end of the season, week 15, um, up against the Cardinals, who may be in full tank mode if they aren't already. Um, I, I think I'm, we're going to win this one. Yeah, we're going to win it. Yeah, Let's win. move on. Come on. Yeah, yeah win. <laughs> yeah, excellent. excellent. Uh, then the Ravens. I think we lose that one. Najee's loss. Mm. Lee? I think it's going to be a close win. 
and I hate the time that game's been played. Well, on Christmas night. Yeah. Boxing day. Uh, everybody's always knackered by about six o'clock. Six o'clock on Christmas day. Everybody's absolutely shattered. How I'm going to get up and watch that is beyond me. And and I think there's a very good possibility I need to be up early in the morning anyway to catch a coach down to Hull to go and watch Sunderland play. So it's going to be a long day. <laughs> yeah. And Paul? You're not alone with the uh, timely. Tracy was not happy when I wrote that on the calendar. I did point out, chaps, that she wasn't happy we played Christmas Eve last year. So the NFL had a word and moved it forward. But... Uh, I think we lose this one as well. And there's a, there's a theme in mind when we play the AFC teams. I think we struggle. I think some people will then use that to write us off when it comes to the playoffs. But I think we lose this one. And I've, I have a feeling, Lee, there's someone from the group going out to watch the game in Levi's. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. But That's right, I yes. hope I'm yeah. wrong for their sake because it must be epic going to Levi's on Christmas Day. But I think we lose this one, Gareth. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's a tough one for me, but I'm going to have to go for a win. Can't back us uh, losing on Christmas night at home. Uh, it's going to be tough for the Ravens to, to cross the country. Then we get to week 17. And using the same logic from the last game, I think this is the banana skin that we might lose late in the season <laughs> because there's always that game that we should win on paper when we somehow don't. And I think after the end of a long season, uh, a trip over to Washington is just going to be perhaps a little bit too much for us. And it's going to be that bizarre, inexplicable loss but better then than two or three weeks later. Paul? This is going to be the Jake Moody game, Gareth. It's going to be a monsoon. We're going to win 9-0, and Jake Moody's just going to kick a lot of field goals because it's New Year's Eve, <laughs> and that'll mean I won't have to watch because, likely, it's a bit of an awkward time for me this one, New Year's Eve. I'll be watching on my phone, but I think we beat the Commanders. I can't see them beating us, to be fair, Gareth. But I may be wrong. And who's left? Who's not predicted? Me. It's me. Uh, I, think we win. I think we win, though. Uh, yeah. I don't think Washington's very good. Their season's probably over at that point as well. So, mm. yeah, yeah, I've got us down for a win, and completely the opposite of the Ravens game. I absolutely love what time this game's on and what day it's on. I think it's excellent. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And we wrap up the regular season with a visit of the LA Lambs. Possibly the Lambs might have something to play for. That being the number one pick or not play for as the case might be. So I have got yep. this down as a comfortable win. I think it'll be over by half time. I disagree. I think we're going to lose this because Sam Darnold's going to play and we're going to let them win the game so they don't get the first overall game. Just, <laughs> I like just to annoy thinking. them. <laughs> just to annoy them. No, we I can't. Like we we can't get beat by the Rams. It's it's a forty nine. Yeah, we will. It is. We will. We'll be in the bye already, and we don't need to play this game. I agree fun. with Nadji that it's going to be the Sam Darnold game. I definitely agree with you there, Nadji. So dependent on which content creator of how Sam's played in the off season, but I think we win this one. But I think Darnold does start this game, Gareth, because like you said, I think there's nothing for them to play for. Apart from that number one pick, exactly. <laughs> so we've rattled through the season uh, I like your confidence I think there's there's some uh, sensible predictions in there rather than us all going 18-0 and 0, like we kind of secretly believe um, but I think we owe it to everybody to, to have some kind of professionalism on this show uh, for the first time ever yeah. uh, have you kept track of what your season predictions will be I have us at 13-4 yeah that's what I've got as well, yeah, as well. I'm 15-1 <laughs> 
That's only 16 games. That's not yeah. possible. That's 17. Oh, sorry, 16 and 1. 16 and 1. I think, well, am I... It's I'm because I'm so used to only 16 games. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I'm either 13 and 4 like you or 12 and 5. I can't remember. I think it's 13 and 4. 14 and 3 for me, Gareth. I've been consistent with mm. that message. I did this a couple of weeks ago with Nick on the live show. We did a rather early prediction like what you've just done there and it was the same and I've looked at it again today and I thought I'm staying the same so 14 and 3 for me buddy where do you think we'll end up in the seedings with those uh, records first number one number Number one one. feeling pretty confident about that number one seed Gareth that's all I'm going to say buddy number one one seed we can't all all be wrong so that's got to be a a (laughs) doing Any uh, any game you're looking forward to particularly? Got to say, it's uh, it's now the Bucks for the goldmine visit for me. Um, yeah. yeah, Eagles, Seahawks, always look looking forward to those two. So, or three. Yeah, I, I had Philadelphia at first, but after thinking about it, the Steelers game is actually really interesting. I think it's going to be good, and it's a good test to start the season. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, for me, I mean, obviously it's going to be the Giants, the Bucks, and the Seahawks on the road because I'm at all three of those games. Um, obviously, the Browns is going to be a good game to watch because we are going to be down in London watching that one. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, f- four games where I'm going to be surrounded by 49er fans. What's not to look forward to? Yeah, the the London meet-up, Gareth. Um, however, the Goldmine game is very intriguing. For a number of reasons, and also there could be again the candlestick in, and and I'm going to use this segment. If you're arranging a meetup, we've said it on the Discord, we've said it on the Facebook. It doesn't have to be the official meetup; it can be one or two of is sat together in someone's yeah. house, bedroom, pub. That classes as a meetup, and like you said, Nadji, the Steelers game. Obviously, I've decided to host my own mini meetup in the north, so I'm looking forward to that one. Anytime you watch a game with friends. That gets me excited for 49ers football. So, But the Browns game was the one that I circled, Gareth, to answer this question because obviously we're going to be in London. Yeah, and I think there's there's going to be a certain satisfaction about beating the Browns. Yeah, They've, uh, They used to be a team that I think a lot of neutrals had uh, sympathy for, but I think that evaporated yeah. in, in the last sort of 18 months or so. Yeah. Um, and everyone wants to see him lose. Um, yep. Tough on their fans. It's not their fault, but but tough (laughs) so uh this year we're going to do something perhaps a little bit different we're going to pick a breakout candidate player uh a particular player that each of us is going to uh, have our beady little eyes on and maybe do a little report on their performance on the uh, game review shows so we've each put a lot of thought or well the three of us have uh lee lee almost picked his own as the case may be uh what players are you going for lee let's get you out of the way Sammy Womack. Sammy Womack. Any particular reason for that? I just like the name. Yeah. Yeah. You love his shirt number as well. <laughs> well, I used to. Stab in the back. You know, I, I'm still waiting for two jerseys to turn up, and they're both going to oh turn up at 26. Cancel, cancel them and get zero. Just, you know. I don't think you well. can cancel them when you're buying them from uh, China. The, oh, the, right. the, they were probably shipped three months ago. It does take it some some time. Yeah, just, in a container just, somewhere. Just think it's going to make that Hall of Fame announcement even better, Lee. You know, the twenty six jerseys <laughs> and the yeah. zero jerseys. So it's all part of the story, buddy. Who have you picked, Paul? 
I had to go with Ronnie Bell. I've been quite high on him over the last few weeks. And as we said, those number 10 jerseys, don't get rid of them just yet. <laughs> they could come in useful. And um, We all saw what he did in the pre-season, Gareth. And I think given the injuries to Danny Gray and Ray Ray McLeod, and given how he could be used as in the slot, I think he gives a different dynamic to Jennings. Um, I've gone back and watched some of the tape, and I'm excited. If he continues that progression, and also a kick return, punt return, that element to his game. So mm. as it stands at the moment, I will be on number 10 watch. And that won't be the kicker, Gonzalez. It'll be Ronnie Bell. And you heard it here first on the 49er Fairful UK show. I think it's a very wise choice. Uh, it's a good yeah. choice, Paul. Uh, Naji, Naji, who have you got? Who's your boy? Uh, I had two in mind. Uh, one defence, one offence. I think I'm going to go offence. I'm going to go Jordan Mason. Uh, I really like what I saw. Uh, you know, six yards per carry last year. Um, and with Mitchell being injured, damaged, and him being the finisher, as his nickname. Uh, I, I had to go for a running back. That's what I do. That's what he does. And I'm excited for him. I really like his running style. So, yeah. Fantastic. Another good choice. I have plumped for a third-year player, the Omidor Lenore. Uh, I was so impressed with his performances at the back end of last year. Uh, he was excellent throughout the playoffs. Uh, I think possibly he's going to get a few or a handful of interceptions. And I think by the end of the season, people might be... Uh, targeting Javarius Ward rather than throwing the ball uh, Lenore's Ooh. way. Mm. Oh, that is bold. That is, mm. and that is, that is bold. Or just, they may as well just spike the ball, throw it straight into the ground rather than face our <laughs> secondary. So, yeah. we've uh, got some other, uh, possibly a bit of a bold prediction. Uh, we have the uh, legendary four fuckers, oh. the 49er faithful UK award oh, yeah. at the end of the season. I think we're going to stick our necks out and maybe predict already who the 49er faithful from the UK are going to vote for their winners for Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, and overall team MVP. Are you ready for this, lads? Are you ready to stick your necks out? Should we start with Offensive Player of the Year? Who are the faithful sure. in the UK going to go for? I believe mm. it's going to be CMC. I think he's going to have a historic yeah. season. Um, we saw what he could do in this offense. He's got a full season behind him, and I think CMC is gone. I've got another ball prediction later on, Maggie, which you will like because it's linked to Mason. But on this category, I think CMC is our offensive player of the year, Gareth. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. CMC. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to disagree. It's going to be BCB, not CMC. Fair enough. Ah, CC. I've got Brock down for a different award. Yeah. Oh, I wonder which one it might be. (laughs) Defensive player of the year. Uh, I think he's just too popular, and I think he's going to be deployed really well this year. I've got Fred Warner. He's going to be back to the top of his game. Fair enough. I agree. All pro Fred, 54. I agree, Gareth. That's what I've got written down. So we both can't be wrong. Where you go, Lee? Lee's thinking. I can see it. I can see the wheel going. I think I'm going to go for Nick Bosa. Mm. Mm. Unpopular choice right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I've got Hoff. I think Hoff is going to have a tremendous season again. People people have forgotten back end of last year how good he was. And he wasn't that good. Uh, He's going to bite back with a vengeance. Hope to see that. Uh, Rookie of the year. 
Mm. Not sure there's a huge amount of options for this one, really. It's difficult at this time of year to shake out uh, which rookies are actually going to get some playing time. Yeah. I'm going to go for uh, Paul's boy, Ronnie Bell. Ronnie Bell. Fair enough. Um, RJ Brown, I think he'll steal Tash and Gibson's spot at some point during the season and won't let it go. And he'll uh, make an impact and be our best rookie. I'm going to go for Jalen Grimm. Mm. Very nice. Yeah. We'd love to see that. Cool. I'm going with Ted and Gareth. No surprises there if you've just been listening along. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, who are we going to vote for as overall MVP? This is where I've got CMC. So. I've got, yeah, I've got Brock. Yeah, I've I've got got BCB. (laughs) (laughs) Flip them around, Gareth, whichever way, but yeah. A little, yeah, bit of, yeah. a little bit of Discord. So, uh, Naji, I hear you've been polishing up and dusting off the wheel of positivity. It's time oh. to shine, mate. We've there got, the, uh, we've got the wheel out. We, uh, we apologise for everyone listening on the on the podcast. We will talk you through it. But it's basically a spinny yeah. wheel with lots of player names on it. Um, and whichever player the wheel chooses, we're going to have to individually make a bold prediction for that player's performance this season. Uh, we shall start with Paul since he's uh, at the top of my uh, little list of people. Yes, I'm. Are you ready, Paul? I'm ready. Spin that wheel. Spin that wheel. Let's go. Yeah, this is the greatest postca- podcast, audio podcast ever. Oh. <laughs> oh. So close. Ari comes. Uh, quick question. Do you want me to remove him so he doesn't show up again? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll do that. This Let's actually. Go. All right ties in nicely right. gareth with one of my bold predictions because i believe given borsa when he signs given hargrave given drake jackson i think armstead's gonna eat this season and i think he's gonna get double digit sacks i think he's grown into that role and i think other teams are going to underestimate so i'm quite pleased that i've uh landed on Eric Armstead, and I think he's having a big season this year. Double-digit sacks. You heard it your first. No, we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna need an actual number. Give us a number. Well, I'll go eleven. Double-digit, so double-digit. So eleven sacks from Armstead. Given the twenty that Lee's probably gonna call for Borsa. Given the amount Hargrave's gonna so, get. So, do I? I just want to put this to the other two. Do you think eleven is bold? I don't think that's bold. For Eric Armstead, yeah, I think it's. Uh, yeah, I, think, I don't think it's bold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. There's, there's a lot of guys who, who want feeding on that D line. Right, share I the portions out, haven't you? There's only Fair one enough. quarterback. Well, actually, no. I, th- I think Armstead. I think you are right, uh, Nadji. I think I will agree with you. There. It, it's not it's bold. T- eleven. It, is, it, it would be a good year for him if he had eleven yeah. sacks, but it's not bold. But it wouldn't be like. Yeah. So what's bold, Nadji? Oh, I, I, I would say north north of sixteen is. Oh, is bold. Yeah, yeah. See, that's what we do on this show, everybody. See, this is where we get there. So between 11 and 16, Alex Simpson, if you're listening, make sure you write mine and Nadji's name down because we've both called it here. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would have gone for like, yeah, 15 or 16 sacks. Yeah. That's, that's bold. That's a lot of sacks. One a game almost. Well, I think now we've defined what bold is, it's over to Lee. Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. I hope you Not get watch all me in the, there is Sam Donald. Ooh, there is all linemen in there. Uh, it's going to be Ambry Thomas. 
Oh. Right, a bold prediction for Andre Thomas. Yes, please. Should put a clock on this. <laughs> Chess yeah. clock. Well, I mean, obviously, it's it. It's got to be interceptions. Actually, Could let's be. not let's not just go interceptions. I'm going to say he's going to have two pick sixes. Hmm. A bold. Well, he's not a starter. He is. He's not. Where's he starting? Corner. And Zemo's in the slot, right? Yeah, I think Wilkes is going to move them around. From yeah, the yeah. I think he's going to play a lot. Demo's only going to be in the slot when we play playing nickel. Which will play most of the time because everybody plays for your receivers. Mm. So, so two Come pick on, sixes let's, is not, not let's bold. go bold. Come on, bold. Naji's stirring the pot for the boldness. You're up next, Naji. So <laughs> I am up next. We're all six waiting eagerly, Gareth, for you for Naji to spin that wheel. Me and Lee, like that's not bold, Naji. Come on, up, up. <laughs> no, no, see, had I said two interceptions, then that's not bold. But two no, pick sixes. But two, two pick sixes. I mean, you know. Oh, I'm not going to one then. Let's say three pick sixes. Right, I, that's, I think that's, I think that's quite that's bold. That. Yeah, that's fifty percent bolder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like it. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, Naji, you're up. I am up. All right. Don't give me an all-in man, please. Give him some Donald. Come on, dude, 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 dude. It's Clayton Farrell, I think. Yeah. Very nice. All right. I think. Uh, mm, mm. I think Clayton Farrell will have more sacks than Javon Hargrave. And that number is? Just to quote Najee Karat just from more. about 30 yeah. seconds no, earlier. Just, just more than Hargrave, which is pretty bold considering he's not starting. I think, I think Hargrave will enough? probably get 8 or 9. It'll get 10, 11. Is that not bold, do you reckon? I, I was going to say Borsa, but... I think it's borderline bold. Yeah, now you've put a number on. I'm happy that you've, you've put a number on there. I'm, I'm happy you now, Najee. Thank you. All right. All right. Fair enough. All right, Gareth. Is anybody writing all these down, by the way? They're so we don't have to read it. I hope. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. All right, Gareth, you're up. Go on, then. You'll have to read it out. The wheel's too small on my screen. so It goes big when it chooses. Oh, I think it's Demo. Yes. Demo oh, fantastic. <laughs> this is what I wanted. <laughs> uh, hmm. I reckon Demo is going to get five interceptions including two pick sixes. And I also think he's going to get two and a half sacks. Ooh. Right, let's just revisit this. Two pick sixes isn't bold, Gareth. We've already, well, yeah, but we, we've already established sacks. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we've two sacks and we've five pick total. Two, two and a half sacks. Two and a half sacks. On, the, on the same player. <laughs> <laughs> Got to give Nadji his credit. See, for 40 minutes, we've been sensible. We've been trying to do a, a real show. And then Nadji was like, that's not bold enough, everyone. People tune in. This is a bold prediction show. A bold prediction keep your, show. So. Keep your standard prediction for the week. This is a bold <laughs> prediction show. Let's go crazy. He, he's a question for you. Bold, Gareth. He's a question for that's you, Nadji. If the quarterback is, is sacked, Swift so is a strip, strip sack fumble, right? Mm-hmm. 
and the quarterback gets up, picks the ball up so it's still live, and then gets yeah. tackled again. Is that two sacks? No, because yeah. he's a runner at that yeah. point. Right. It's a tackle for loss, the second one. Yeah. Right, fair enough. He's not he's not a quarterback anymore. He's a running back. He could, yeah. Yeah, but if he's behind the line of scrimmage and he's picked the ball up, he can still throw that ball. I suppose on, yes. a, on a fumbled snap, it would be a sack, wouldn't it? It if would. Snack, it's definitely, it's, it's not two out. sacks, though. I think it's a sack and a tackle for loss. Right. I'm just trying to figure out how Demo's going to get his uh, two sacks and a uh, pick six. And it's 17 games. I'm sure he can do it. <laughs> no, in the same play. <laughs> on the same play. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not, not quite bold. that old. <laughs> Alright, should we go back to Paul? We should. Let's do it. I feel like pressure now. I was enjoying this yeah, before. Yeah. Yeah. My is like, yeah, yeah. Now it's going to get... Oh. Colton McKivitt. Colton McKivitt. <laughs> Some people would argue that this chap is on the hot seat. Obviously, he's replaced Mike McGlinchey, which a lot of the faithful seem happy to see him go off to Denver. I think that he's put a lot of work in in this off-season. I'm not going to say he's going to be up there with Trent Williams on the other side, but I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised with our all-line player. And I think Colton McKivitt is going to establish himself as the starter on that right side. Everyone's going to be happy that we let McGlinchey go off. Um, bald for an all-lineman. Can I say he's going to catch a pass or he's going to catch a touchdown? I don't know yeah. at this stage. Um but for me, I think he's going to offer the, the pass protection that we need, especially for, for Brock Purdy in this game that we've got. So I'm just waffling at this point, Gareth. So please feel free to jump in and save me. It's, it's tough to be bold and O-line, I think. I don't know. Well, I think I'd, I think I'd have in... gone down a different uh, avenue there. If it was Trent Williams, he'd have been catching a touchdown in the end zone. But it's, it's Colton McKivitt. I don't think Carl Shanahan yeah. quite has that in his locker. Would you say, let's, let's say, do you think he's going to be better than... Uh, the pressure rate of who played guard last year? <laughs> Left guard. Aaron Banks. Was Burford, wasn't Aaron Banks, Banks yes, Burford? which we were very surprised. Will he beat Aaron Banks' pressure rate? I will say yes, given it's a bold prediction show. So yeah, yeah, I'm very confident with that, yes. See, now I'd have gone down the road of saying that uh, he, he'll make the Pro Bowl. Yeah, that's a good That as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's my segment now, so yeah, that as well. That as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, Colton might give into the Pro Bowl. That's uh, all right. Lee, you're up. There's a lot of linemen left on this, so it's possible <laughs> you're gonna get. Ooh, oh, come on. oh, it's a CMC. Awesome. Lucky you. Yeah, yeah, this is actually difficult to go bold. No, I you know, have it to is. Go no, no, no. Bold. I know. Yeah, it, it is difficult to go bold here. Um, so was, this is one I was thinking about today. I think he's going to have one thousand yards rushing, one thousand yards receiving. He's going to have over two thousand all-purpose yards. I think that's bold. CMC. I that's not bold. He's done it twice already. No, he hasn't. He has. He's done it once. I was checking. He's done it twice. Has he? Because yeah. I was checking he's this morning to find out what he's done. Right. He's done it twice. You went 3,000 yards, didn't you? That's that's what he meant. <laughs> I, mean, oh, I, was, I, I was tempted. I, I was tempted to see he, he was going to break the uh, the all-time Russian record. I mean, 
No, that, that that is bold because he's getting nowhere near it in the past. I mean, I think his best year was uh, 1,400 yards. It was 1,400, I think, 63. Yeah, and the rushing record is what? 21, Two, 22? Yeah, 21. Mm. Yeah. What, what about a game where he throws a touchdown? Catches a touchdown and runs a touchdown. He's done that game. already. Oh, yeah, yeah, that that about that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what. So I'm, I'm, I'm I think go. if you went to like two and a half thousand or purpose yard, that would be bold. That's quite hard to do. So twelve fifty and twelve fifty. He had one thousand eight hundred and eighty yards mm. last last year with the two with the Panthers and the Niners, so He's thinking, I can see it. Yeah, the boldness is <laughs> is growing. So I, I think it, I think it's bold to see break the the all time rushing record. So I'm going to go with that. Oh yeah, that is very yeah, bold. I'm going to go that, with that. That's bold. That is bold. That's very bold. I'll, yeah. I'll take that. Okay, might be all right. Mm. Come on, lineman. <laughs> <laughs> you put him in there, Maggie. I did. Ah, like Jackson. Okay. Um, mm. I think Dre Jackson will be second team all pro by the end of the year. Are we letting him off? Stunned by the boldness, I think. I think that's bold. I think, I that's think bold. it's bold. I think it's bold. I just wanted to make him sweat a little bit, but yeah, I think that's pretty bold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Gareth. And then we'll do a quick round, I think. Fire round for everyone. I would just spin the wheel if somebody wants to have something. You get Trent. Ooh, Wait. Trent Williams. Mm. What, I mean, what is bold for an absolute legend like Trent Williams? No circuit out. I didn't do that last year. Hmm. I think it's a it's a tough one. I think I might have to. I was almost tempted to go for the uh, receiving touchdown, but uh, instead, uh, I am going to say that he recom- uh, recovers a fumble and has an eighty-yard rushing touchdown, and he just mm, barrels pr- everyone is, out of the way. I don't think he's allowed to return it. That's the problem. Uh, what? Uh, uh, I think you're right, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Now, if it's if it's a forward pass and the receiver fumbles it, yes, then yes. There we go. That is bold. I right. like it, Gareth. That is very bold. I like it. Yeah. Very cool. And who okay. who wouldn't love to see him rumbling oh, down God, the field, just stiff arming everyone <laughs> out of the way? All right. So yeah, let's do a quick fire round. I'll just spin the wheel, and if anybody wants to jump on for a ball prediction, we'll do four more players, and then. Then we can do maybe team ones and stuff. You got overexcited with the uh, number of players there, Naji. I'll just put everyone. <laughs> oh, Jaya Brown. He's your boy, Naji. I think you should take. I'll say it. I, I think it's quite bold to say that he's. Uh, he will take Tash and Gibson's space and won't let it go, and will also lead us in interception. There we mm. go. How bold is that? That is that is bold. I think leading the team in interceptions. Yeah. Uh, uh, one more, two more, three more. Sorry, can't count. Oh, yes, Tabor is on this. Oh, it's not him. It's Javon Hargrave, the grave digger. Who wants him? 
Come on. I'll leap in. Uh, this ties into one of my other bold predictions. Javon Hargrave is going to score two touchdowns for us. <laughs> Fumble recoveries, interceptions. I don't care. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I like right. how cool he two played more. that, Nadji. He was like, I-, I don't know. And then he was like, two touchdowns. Yes, Gareth. Bam. Yeah. Boom. Oh. Josh Kill. I think. Yeah. Josh Kill. Come on. Club 85. 85. Got to be bold to say he outscores Travis Kelsey in both fantasy football and the amount of touchdowns that he's going to score this season. So you nice. encourage like me, Nadji. That. That's bold. It's going to come back and haunt me. But I'm sticking no, my that's good. line for that's George. Good. Love it. Love it. All right. So I think we've, we finished one. with one for Lee. One for Lee. Last one. I hope this uh, ends up on Brock. Could be. Or it could be Table Pepper. No. Yes. Friend of the show. Table Pepper. <laughs> Perfect way to finish. To finish oh, this ball prediction. What? What what on earth can be bold? Um, he, he's going to make the Pro Bowl as a long snapper. That's pretty bold. No, he's bold. You could have said that he scored two touchdowns, like fumble recovery touchdown on a punt. Oh, what about, yeah, he, he messes the snap up, he has to pick it up, he has to roll out the pocket and he has to throw it. <laughs> against the Cowboys as well and I'll have that horror story of when Tony Romo messed the snap up against Seattle and tried to run it in. Tabor will be like, I'm not running this in. I'll just throw it at the back of the end zone. <laughs> so a quick random ball prediction. Brock, uh, yeah, let's do Bro- some. Brock Purdy yeah. will, sco- uh, will throw seven passing touchdowns against the Giants. Wow. I wonder why is, you is that, that a, game. is that a game record? I think it ties. Actually. I think it ties it. Seven is tie. Right. Hmm. What else have you got? You must have some more boldies tucked away. I've got a few, mostly team ones. Yeah, I've got a few. Go on then, fire away. Go on then, Paul. Sorry. So, um, all, all I've, go, go on, go on Nadji. Okay. Uh, yeah, I had one. I thought, I think, I think we're going to have three players on 1,000 yard receiving. You're going to name them? Oh, I could do. I could do. George, Ayuk, and CMC. Nice. See, Lee stole one of mine earlier for CMC, so I'll scrap that. However, I believe John Mason will start more games than CMC. Because oh. I think Kyle's going to use that two-pronged attack, and I think he's going to save CMC a little bit more. So I thought, I'll be bold. The headline says it all. Jordan Mason starts more games for the Fighting Highness than CMC. Thought you'd like, like that one, that. chaps. That's very good. I like it. I actually it like that idea me. as a concept of how mm. to use CMC. Yeah. Ease him into the season because he is, he has been known to be injury prone in the past. Yeah, has, yeah. And we need him at the most valuable time of the season. True. Um, um, where am I going to go with this then? Go to team ones or. Yeah, I'm going to go team ones again then. So I'm going to go with exactly the same team one I went with last year. I think we're going to have 73 team sacks. I think 72 I so. is the record. 
I'm, I'm sure yep. 72 is the record, so I'm going to say 73. Yeah, yeah. Well, is, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say Wait, no, isn't it 74 plus. last year? The, the Eagles. Didn't they get 74 last year? No, this, I still don't think they beat the Bears. Didn't they? Okay, I will. It's still it's, 85 it's, Bears. Why well, I just showing it, my age? It's, it's low 70s. Yeah, yeah. We are nothing but uh, slick and prepared on this show, aren't we? <laughs> we can't it's almost like it. we throw it together at the last minute. <laughs> That's exactly 72. what we do. It is 72. 72 is, yeah. Okay. Very nice. I, I had a, a team one, Gareth. Seems a bit bland until you look at the details. Mm. I believe we score a kickoff return for the first time since 2018 when Richard James scored against Seattle. And I think, obviously, Ronnie Bell is going to do that. And I will say the Giants game, because Lee's going to be there. We're all going to be leaping around, and Ronnie Bell's going to run one home for a kickoff return. Very nice. Yeah, it's about time. We've been due one, haven't we? Yeah. I've got, I alluded to it slightly yeah. earlier. Uh, I reckon we're going to put up a 50-burger twice versus the Giants and versus the Bucks. They're not going to let us down. Two 50-burgers in one season. That's That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I had the I had the special team one as well. I think I think we're gonna have a kickoff return, a punt return, uh, for touchdown, multiple times this season. Yeah, I can see it happening finally. Ronnie Bell, Rary McLeod, when he comes back, we'll see. I did have mm-hmm. some for Nick Bosa, hence why I hung ninety-seven up. But I didn't know whether we were doing player ones just yet. Do what you like, Paul. It's bold prediction. There's, there's no limits. I think Borsa will join Lawrence Taylor, JJ Watt and Aaron Donald as the only players to win back-to-back defensive Player of the Year awards. And on the back of that, he breaks Alden Smith's sack records with 22 sacks. And I'm putting my neck on the line with numbers because Nadji made me say so. But that's what I thought for our (laughs) boy Borsa. And I've hung 97 up for those people listening at the pod. Watch back on YouTube. You'll see we've got our uh, backgrounds all synced. (laughs) That's pretty good, I think. Unless people have got really bold one they want to go with. I this is this is bold. I understand the uh, all-time season record for defensive touchdowns is ten, currently held by the Seattle Seahawks from sometime in the nineties. We're going to beat that. Wow. Oh, that would be good. That'd be very good. Three eleven or more. <laughs> Well, we're off to a good start. I mean, Ambry Thomas is going to get three pick sixes. Exactly. And John Hargraves, too. He's getting two, rumbling two in. So That's that's half the battle. (laughs) I also had a couple for us, for our show, because this year is going to be our biggest and best on the podcast. I think we're going to get the most downloads this year. I think Lee will say fantastic more than I will say well documented. (laughs) And Gareth... I'm going to be bold here, buddy. You're going to get one episode where you don't get interrupted by either me, Lee, or Nadji. And that is the boldest of all. I, I was going to say, we want to go bold, not insane, surely. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wouldn't be the same without it. I'd, I'd be too confused. <laughs> and I'd, uh, I'd have to interrupt myself. <laughs> 
I've uh, I've got a bit of an in-division one. I don't think this is too bold, given the teams that we're actually facing. But I think, obviously, we win all four games against the Cardinals and the uh, and the Rams. And I think we do so by a combined 140 points scored and only let 40 points in. So that's 35-10 average across all four games. We yeah, always we do it to the Rams. We owe it. But we owe the Cardinals a couple of beatdowns as well. So. Yeah, we do. That's true. That's very true. Nice. Very nice. Anything else? Or is the bold well running dry? I mean, I could go all night just making shit <laughs> stuff up. Um, but I think Save we that for the uh, game, game previews. Yeah, exactly. So, fantastic. Uh, time to do some prediction of the final standings across the league come the end of the season, or the regular season at least. Uh, let's start with the NFC West, shall we? Um, <sighs> Niners, Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals for me, top to bottom. Niners, Seahawks. Yeah, Cardinals, Rams. Yeah, I think it's a Sermada. Like we've we've talked about it at length in the last shows. I can't see anywhere for the Rams and the Cardinals. We might get that the wrong way around, but I agree with you, three chaps. Hang on, there was two different uh, orders there, wasn't there? Yeah, Yeah. I I had the Rams last. Oh, yeah, fair. and I had the Cardinals last. Yeah, I've got the Cardinals last. Oh, well, I'll go with Nadji, so it's two and two. So I'll yeah. say the Rams last. Nice. So, quick swing around the league. I think it's the time of year we see a lot of uh, predictions. Um, time to stick our necks out, show our knowledge of some of the lesser teams of the NFL. Should we start in the AFC? with the? Uh, we're just going to go for division winners, and then we'll talk about the uh, wild card places as well. So, uh, AFC East, I've got the Dolphins sneaking it. Oh, right. Yeah. Oof. That one's tough. Tough division. It is. I've gone Bills. I'm going to go Jets. I'm going to go Bills. Well, I thought you were going to go Patriots just so we had the set. <laughs> <laughs> AFC North. Uh, I've got the Bengals. It's a bit dull, but can't see anyone taking their crown this year. Yeah, I've got Students. the Bengals as well. I got the Steelers. Ooh. Mm. I think they're better than they look. Lee, Bengals as well? Yeah, I wouldn't go Bengals. Right. I, I think I, I think that's right. The Steelers are better than what they look. Mm. But I'm gonna go yeah, Bengals. AFC South, I have got the Jags out of uh, what yeah. looks like it could be a quite a dismal division. Yeah, that's yeah, Jags. Yeah, yeah, I've got the Jags. Jags. They've got the better quarterback in the division, so that was the decider for me. Yeah, and finally the AFC West, which could be interesting, but I can't see anything beyond the Chiefs again. Mm. I'm going to say Chargers, just because my boy Justin is there. Thought you would. I'm going Garrett. Number yeah, 10 Chiefs. players in the West now. So Jimmy just wins, doesn't he? So don't go the red. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, Neil. Sorry, I'm going to Chiefs on that one as well. Jimmy's going to be injured by week five. Yeah, Week exactly. five, that is a bold prediction. Yeah, he's going to last five weeks. <laughs> Poor Jimmy. Uh, oh, Jimmy. I don't miss him. Honestly. <laughs> Lee, did you uh, stick your neck out there? Uh, no, I went Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. Chiefs. So, uh, 
What have you got for the wild card teams? I have got in the AFC the Jets, the Bills, and the Chargers. Uh, Dolphin, Ravens. I don't know. <laughs> Bengals. <laughs> That's true. If you didn't have them winning the division. Yeah. I've got yeah, Jets, Ch- Ravens, Broncos is my wild card. Mm, and maybe Broncos. the hard knocks. Maybe the hard knocks is in there for me with the Jets. I've been watching that. But yeah, I think the Broncos oh, gonna be, be sneakily better with Sean Payton. So I don't want to see it, Najee, but I, I might be. Char- Chargers, Jets, Ravens. Good spread there. Like Shows how difficult it is to predict. Even sometimes we're wrong. So. And one of us will mm, be. It happens. Or, in fact, all four of us might be. That is not beyond the realm <laughs> of possibility. Uh, shall, we, uh, shall we swing back over to the NFC? And that's uh, our least favourite division in the NFC East. Mm, it's got to be the Eagles. But at least I'm not going for the Cowboys. Because I just never will. Mm, I really don't want to say it, but mm-hmm. I think the Cowboys are going to win it. Oh, wash your mouth out. Yeah, I'm sorry. So I thought we were doing wildcard teams. No. Division winner. Division winner first, then wildcard teams. We've just done right. the AFC wildcard right. teams. Yeah. It's been a long day, isn't it, Lee? It has. It's been a long podcast. Now it's um, now in county. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Cowboys. Eagles for me, Gareth. Mm. Uh, the NFC North could be interesting. Could be a dumpster fire. Um, I've I've got the Lions just because I never thought I'd ever predict it, so I'm going to take the opportunity while yeah, it might be there. I've, I've got the Lions. I've got the Bears. Mm. I've got the Lions. Uh, and finally, we will wrap the division winners up with the NFC South. Uh, I've got the Saints. Yeah, I've got the Saints. Yeah, so I've got Saints. I've got the Falcons. Ooh, interesting. Uh, and finally, the wild card NFCs. I have got Cowboys, mm, Vikings, and Panthers. I have Giants, Lions, and Saints. I have Cowboys, Seattle, and Giants as my wild card. Eagles, Falcons. And bears. Convinced him. Yeah. <laughs> put, a lot, put a lot of thought into that, Lee. There's, there, I don't think there's any money on it. It's uh, You can just uh, stick your neck out. So, finally, we're down to the last three games of the season. Who have you got for the AFC Championship game for the rights to lose the Super Bowl to probably the team I'm going to think the rest of you will predict? Uh, I, I've, I've got Chiefs-Jags. Oh, interesting. Mm. Okay, I've got Chargers Jets. I've got that Chiefs Bengals. Chiefs Bengals. Chiefs Chargers. Is that possible? Yeah, I yeah. guess it is. A good spread there. And uh, NFC Championship game. Um, Niners versus. It's going to be Eagles and it's going to be at Levi's. And it's mm. going to be tasty. I like the way you think, Gareth Ellis. That's who I've gone for um, as well. Niners, 
Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going Niners Cowboys as well. At Levi. We beat the Cowboys in the earlier round. <laughs> Just three years in a row. Yeah. So there it is. Uh, Super Bowl matchup prediction then. Chiefs Niners. Jets. Niners. <laughs> Niners Jets, and then we beat Aaron Rodgers again. 35-27. That, that would be worth it just because it would be funny. Exactly. That's, that's my whole shtick. That's why I went with Jets all the way. I've, I've got the rematch, Niners-Chiefs. Yeah. I don't think my heart could cope. Another one of them, I'm going uh, 49ers-Bengals because we've beat them in the Super Bowl before, so we'll beat them again. Twice. Very nice. Twice, yeah. True. Poor Bengals <laughs> losing the same three, team three times. Well, at least they've lost to the Rams now as well, so they've added a yeah, bit of variety to their, uh, to their record. So that's it, lads. We've made our way all the way through the season, all the way through to the Super Bowl. Um, anything else to say on the season before we wrap this up? Well, I'll say it every year, and uh, I'm going to say it again. Let's not forget who we are and what we do. Let's try and keep positive, even if we lose a couple of games in a row. You don't know where the season's going to take us. Football is here for 17 weeks, 18 weeks with Dubai. Just enjoy it. There's no point moaning and swearing and all of that. Just try and enjoy Niners football. Mm. It might go the way we want it. It might not. And if it doesn't, there's always next year. Um, and Niners are not going anywhere anytime soon. So I just let's keep the positivity going. Discord will be starting again with the game day Fred, Facebook too. Uh, and then let's just have fun and enjoy football. That's that's what it's all about ultimately. And if we win, it's just a bonus. So I've got to say, yeah. I'm, I'm not nervous about the win-loss column this season. I'm just nervous about how healthy we stay. If we stay healthy, we're going to win it all, without a shadow of a doubt. And I echo everything that Nadji just said there. I wasn't listening, but I echo it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Some words no, of wisdom you, Paul. Well, I'm, I'm glad Nadji said it, because we get the chance every week to come on and chat to each other before the game, which are after the game. Um, obviously, we've added YouTube to our repertoire and more and more of the faithful are sharing our thoughts and, and joining us. And we, we joke about the emotional roller coaster and the therapy sessions. And like you said, Najee, I got into the NFL because I love the sport and I'll watch Red Zone when the Niners aren't playing. I'll watch all the games. I do my fantasy football leagues. Like, Lee, I've got a, a draft going on. And just enjoy, like Najee said, we wait a long time for the NFL season. We're finally here. There's going to be football every week until February. And like I said, I'm looking forward to the community starting up again, the Discord that Nadji runs, the meetups, the posts on, on X, as it's called now. Nadji, you've converted me. <laughs> Instagram, Facebook. But I'm, I'm going to I listened back to the last few pods and I kept saying I'm excited quite a lot. It was well-documentedly that I said I'm excited. More than you said, fantastic. But it's true. You cannot fail to be excited by this 49ers team. And join us later in the week for the Steelers preview show. And I'm just absolutely buzzing to be back and talking football. And all that's left to say before I hand over to you, Gareth, is I'm feeling pretty good. Really? <laughs> that's a good one. I'd, I'd just echo everything you've just said then. Let's let's enjoy it. It's football. Let's enjoy it with uh, fans and friends. Um, and remember, 
nothing's won or lost in the in the first half of the season. Uh, I do think we we should have learnt from the previous couple of seasons that that Shanahan's got a plan. And I mean, Belichick was always the master of this. It's not how you start the season; it's how you finish how you it. Finish. And it's building yeah. momentum, learning who you are, getting that identity, and sometimes say, taking some knocks along the way just brings you together as a team. So um, I'm 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 confident. I think we've got as good a chance as any. And I think. If you want to moan about stuff, look around the league and look at some of the dumpster fires and directionless teams that there are out there. Uh, and you just look at what we've achieved the last few years and look set to be able to be competitive for, for the next few years ahead as well. Uh, we're in a great position. I think ultimately when it comes down to whether you win it all or not, it's a bit a li- little bit of luck all the way through the season. It's, it's an injury. It's a referee decision here and there. It's a bounce of a ball. And it's a couple of millimetres sometimes can make all the difference. And sometimes it's what happens in another game, which can change your seeding and change from a home game to a to an East Coast poor weather journey. You just can't tell what's going to happen. All you can really do and ask for from Kyle and John is that they put a competitive winning team together every year. And then we're in a little bit of a lap of the gods, I think, after that. But we are we are due, I think, a bit of a luck falling on our side uh, particularly with some of the bad luck and injuries we've had in the last few years. And I think this is the year it's going to all come together. So that's it. If you want to hear more about the gold mine, you can check out the update on our last podcast. And as Paul said, we will be back later in the week with a full game preview of the Steelers and maybe a couple of new little snippets to add to the podcast. So if you if you can contain your excitement until next Thursday, uh, please do so. The long way is over. No more dull Sundays pretending you enjoy socialising with your family. Football is back, baby. Let's go win it. Let's go Niners. Go Niners. Bang, bang, down again. Love the San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99. Don't get it twisted. One and all with Rob Tom. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the side.